Hey, Dad. Hey, Joel. Hey, before we get started, I want to just ask anybody that's listening, I think there's at least one or two of you out there, if you would consider leaving a review of the podcast, ideally five stars, if that's an honest review, on uh, your platform of choice, that would be Spotify or wherever you get your uh, podcast, iTunes, and that really helps us out in the rankings. So, by the way, I just noticed we have cleared quietly, without realizing it, over 100 episodes, Dad. Wow. Yeah. That's... Quite a few. We have a lot to say, don't we? I would have never thought we had that much to say. (laughs) In that grain, the responsibility of producing a podcast, I wanted to talk today about the path to finding fulfillment. As I've been talking to a lot of people lately that that are kind of on this perpetual quest for fulfillment, and they try all sorts of different things, but they can never quite, they never quite seem to get there. And I'm, as I look at their lives, I, it, you know, I'm armchair quarterbacking here. Yeah. But a lot of times what I see is they have some responsibilities in front of them that aren't the most glamorous or glitzy. And so what they're doing is trying to find something that's more glamorous or glitzy. But I'm wondering, yeah. and I wonder this in my life, if the avoidance of the things that are in front of us is actually the path to fulfillment, but I'm always looking for other ways out. An example would be uh, raising a child not the most glamorous thing in the world. Now, I know some people that have a tremendous call to raise their kids, yeah. homeschool their kids. Um, I'm all for Christian education, but I just, and I don't have what it takes to homeschool and neither does Emily. Yeah. We just, we've acknowledged that. It's a temperament. It's a calling actually. Yeah. Yeah. But I know there's something fulfilling about raising my daughter. So I'm doing the best I can, but I also realize there are some people who are on a constant quest and they're always looking for things to do, but maybe raising their kids, they'll, yeah. they avoid really engaging with their kids because they feel like that's going to limit them in finding fulfillment in other things. And I know that's a touchy topic because yeah. there are a lot of people that are like, well, I can't afford to, you know, keep, keep my kids at home. We both we have to do two jobs to make ends meet. Yeah. And I get that. Some people have to send their kids to daycare, but I often wonder if sometimes Jordan Peterson talks about that. He says that finding fulfillment in life comes from heaping on as much responsibility as you can and fulfilling it, which <laughs> does not yeah. Yeah, does not sound super yeah uh, glamorous. Uh, heaping on the responsibility until your back breaks and you yeah. find yourself yeah. a dead horse. Well, and, the yeah, but, but so that's the other extreme of it. You don't want to become Atlas, right? The carrying yeah. the weight of the world, the Greek, yeah. classic Greek myth of the God who carries the weight of the world almost, on his shoulders. I almost wonder if more people don't have that problem than the other problem. I don't know. I guess maybe 50, Well, I mean, there's, there's, two, there's two angles. There's, there's those who don't want to take any responsibility and there's some who take yeah. on too much responsibility. So it's this constant... Um, yeah, and oftentimes it's the uh, one who doesn't want to take responsibility that is paired with the one who does want to take responsibility. Mm. And so consequently, one person ends up carrying the monkey for everybody else. That's pretty true. Oftentimes too. that's the situation in marriage. And Yeah, so I'm, I'm the, the verse that comes to mind, I was thinking about this earlier today, is this verse where Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and yeah. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. And learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find the rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yeah. When I read this, what it says to me is we've all got a burden to carry. Like you don't get off without carrying some burden in life. Right, yeah. Responsibility would be the equivalent to that. When I read that, I'm hearing Jesus saying, you got your burden to bear. You have your responsibility to carry. But I'm asking you to let me be part of carrying that weight for you. Otherwise, the weight just gets too heavy. 
And so I see the people that are, you know, carrying too much weight, but then I also see people that are like, I just don't want to take any yoke upon me. Yeah. And just like, no, you got to take a yoke upon you. There's no way around that. There's all, yeah, there's a burden that we all have to bear. And, and I mean, it, it, some, for some the burden is, you know, like you just can't, can't get away with eating what others can eat. Right. Emily yeah. complains about that all the time. She's like, yeah, people can eat fair. People can eat junk all day long. <laughs> She's like, and I, I just eat a little bit off of my, you know, a little bit of gluten or a little bit of dairy and my body's shot yeah. for three weeks. We've all got this burden to bear and you can sit around moaning and complaining about it or you can yeah. carry your unique burden and, and somewhere in that find fulfillment, I think. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting because when you mentioned that passage by Jesus, it reminded me of Galatians where it talks about, um, I think it's Galatians 6, one where it talks about bear ye one another's burdens. And then it goes on and it almost seems contradictory because then it goes down a few, a few lines and it says, for every man must bear his own burden. Mm. And so it's like, wait a minute, if I'm bearing one another's burdens, why am I having to bear my own? But, but what it talks about, as I understand it, is it's like the bear ye one another's burden speaks more of that overwhelming load that would just crush you mm. down. And so when we have friends, family, whatever, brothers and sisters in the body of Christ who are, or, or neighbors even, they don't even have to be believers. When they're bearing that, you know, something really tragic, some overwhelming burden, then we're to come in and help. But that doesn't mean that everybody needs to, you still have your own small backpack. The, the bear you one another's burdens is the overwhelming thing. But every man must bear his own burdens. It's talking about that backpack, which you're able to carry on your own. In other words, don't always be so dependent on others yeah. that you got to be bailed out of every little bitty situation. You need to be responsible for yourself, but then go beyond that to where you also are helping out others when they come to a situation where it's an overwhelming situation. It's the classic we come to in every podcast. Yes. And yeah. Very, you want those burdens, but you need to, you do need, do need to be responsible. Yeah, for yourself I know Jesus as said, well. Take up your cross and follow mm -hmm. me. Like there's a weight mm -hmm. that comes with it. And it just, it's, you find, I think you begin to find fulfillment in the very thing. Oftentimes we try and run from, um, I, I, I think about that with this, this project that I'm in right now. It's just, I've gotten in way over my head with this retreat center and thank God people have come to bail me out. Perfect example, isn't it? Yeah. Where it was just overwhelming. Yeah. And, and when I start to, I, I've told people this, <laughs> I say, you know, God has basically provided my daily bread for me, just like he said he would, but I want my monthly bread. So like, he's like, I want to know that we're going to have everything we need over the next month to get my month goals accomplished, but he'll send me the people I need right when we need to get things done. Yeah. Last weekend, I had some major projects I had to get done. The Lord sent those people. And now I'm like, but now there's 47 other projects. Where are those people going to come from? But he sends the people as I need them. And it's crazy because like when I get into the throes of the work, it's very overwhelming to me. But when I step back, it's it's been very fulfilling. So last weekend, all those people coming yeah. over, hanging out, sitting around, talking, after dinner, uh, sitting out watching the sunset, I was like, this is it right here. Like there's fulfillment in this, but man, it stinks in the meantime. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I think that ties in a lot with well, going back to the thing of raising children. Mm -hmm. When someone says, well, I don't, I don't feel fulfilled raising children. Same thing, same problem you're having there. It's a short sightedness. Mm. When all you're looking at is where you have today and what's going on today then you're not going to feel very fulfilled in raising children because all that happened today was you cleaned up a few messes, you paddled a couple of bottoms or whatever, you know, yeah, you yeah. did a little, you did some discipline. You, Herded cats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just like chaotic day. But if you look at the fact that you are preparing, you're training up a next generation mm. and, and 
those who who want those who find well, I find greater fulfillment in my job, for example. Yeah, I talk to a lot of people kids. that way. They're like, well, yeah. I just I don't get any kick out of raising my kids, but I find fulfillment in my job. Awesome for today, but give it thirty years. Eventually, that job's going to end. Mm. Eventually, the job ends. Those kids don't end. Yeah, and thirty years from now, when that job ends, or whenever it ends, it could end a lot sooner than that. Those kids are still going to be your kids and hopefully they'll still be impacting and involved in your life, but not if you've invested so much time in your job that you've isolated them. It reminds me of the old story, uh, song by Harry Chapin. Remember the cats in the cradle? And he said, my boy, you know, I, I actually don't remember you that. Really that don't? came out before I was born dad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you're referring way back there. I thought everybody knew that no. song. Well, you ought to look it up. No, so it you're referring way message. back. You're digging deep there. Okay. Well, I'll briefly tell the story. This little kid, his dad always doesn't have time for him. And, but every time the boy's understanding, he says, Oh, I want to grow up and be just like my dad. I want to grow up and be just like my dad. So finally the kid goes off to college. He comes home and the, the dad says, wow, I'm just amazed what a man he is. And I'd like to relate to him. And, he says, well, dad, I'd really just like the car keys and go out and hang out with my friends. And then he, it, it, words, later in life, then the guy's older and he, son, I'd love to talk to you. Oh, dad, you know, ha- job's a hassle. The kids are sick. I'd love to talk to you, dad. It's really great talking to you, but I got to go. And then the dad realizes he did. He grew up just like me. Mm. It's really a powerful song. Harry Chapin, Cats in the Cradle. Don't understand the title of it. But, but the point is, here's a guy who found his fulfillment in his job no fulfillment in the kids, but when life moved on and the job was no longer fulfilling and he lost his job, nobody cared. You know, his son was busy being just like his dad. So I, I guess that's one of the keys to getting to figure, okay, so what is going to bring true fulfillment is you, you have to start with the end in mind. That's what I said. Yeah. There, cause you yeah. were saying when I step back and see the long-term vision, I got a taste of what the long-term vision yeah. is that reminded me. And all of a sudden I found fulfillment in the day-to-day drudgery you, you were out there we were all hanging out watching yeah, the sunset great. and hills and kids are playing and i'm like yeah this is what i want but man getting there stinks yeah like it's been the most horrible experience of my life doing this and, and the worst <laughs> part is i brought it on myself i didn't have to do this but i brought it on myself well, you said, let's parallel with that with kids. Okay. <laughs> I didn't right. have to do this. Yeah, we keep going myself. back to kids. Maybe because no, I'm they, saying they're yeah. so parallel and that's a parallel. Everything in life is that way. Yeah. You don't have to bring it on yourself. You could have taken some dumpy little situation or job or whatever and not really gone for anything of value and in your life with really nothing. So let's go there. I talked to a lot of people and I was this way for a while that they were t- terrified of having kids because mm-hmm. of the weight of the burden of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and then there's also, this, there's also this diabolical idea out there that bringing kids into the world is destroying the planet and all that stuff, yeah. which is just totally wrong. But yeah. mathematically, that but there's this matter. part of me that I was like, man, I just don't know if I can carry the weight of being a father. Yeah. And I think a lot of people avoid it because of that. Yeah. And, um, and, and you wonder if maybe that's why there's so many people running around unfulfilled. Maybe one of our primary things fulfillments goes back to Genesis where Jesus, God said to us, Hey, replenish, like populate the earth. Basically. It and, was the number one command. I know. I go back to that over and over again. Number I'm like, one. Holy cow. You know? So I'm like, okay. Think about this. God's number one command to man was to have sex and have it regularly. Kids. But <laughs> because but, that's how you have kids. But sex with responsibility. Yes, exactly. exactly. That produces some so sort of to life. replenish the earth. Yeah, so the life that comes with it, which is major responsibility. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and, and again, 
But again, that's that long game too. And then we look at now, I've been reading a lot by Peter Zion, or Zion, however they say his name. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's basically saying the number one threat to the world right now is demographic collapse. He says, we have, yeah. we, what the world has been built upon has been people. And he's like, and we have literally seen a tapering off that we've reached levels. We can't replenish our population. I mean, we can, but it's going to take a long time because right now, you know, you know, you know how many 70 year olds you're going to have in 30 years because they're all 40 right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. And he, and he, it's interesting because he's saying a lot of the demise of our economy, a lot of the demise of things that are going on in the world are going to be due to a shortage of people. Now, that's completely contrary to what you're hearing from other people saying overpopulation is the biggest problem, but he's got massive data to back it up. And I keep going back to that and saying, wow, like I wonder if some of the results of what we're suffering in the world are a result of failure to take on the responsibility God placed on us of having kids. It all goes back to disobedience to the Lord. That passage I said earlier where it bear you one other's burdens mm-hmm. and every man must bear his own burdens. By the burdens. way, I didn't intend to go this deep with this podcast, but here we are. Okay. So. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. <laughs> are we pretty deep? Okay. No, I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's gone. We're going all directions. Geopolitics, okay. well, that's true. original yeah. sin. Yeah. Yeah. China's going to crash yeah. because of the one child policy. Yeah. But that passage goes on to say then in Galatians 6 where it says, and thereby you fulfill the law of Christ. So even that has to do with fulfillment, fulfilling the law of Christ, fulfilling. There's a reason Gal- God told us to do certain things. Yeah, Galatians 6, I think it's Right, two, which is carry, two, everyone should carry their own burden, yeah. Yeah, but there's a reason God told us to do something. It wasn't like he's this mean little God up there saying, uh, well, I don't really like it when you do that. I don't want you to do that. But this is the path to greater fulfillment. The path to greater fulfillment in your life is don't steal from other people. The path to greater fulfillment in your life is don't commit adultery. It's going to destroy your relationships. Don't do this. Don't do that. It destroys relationships, and relationships are the key to mm-hmm. fulfillment in life. And so when we fulfill the Lord's commands, we find greater fulfillment in our life as well. Mm. It, just obeying God. Just obey God, and you'll find a greater fulfillment in your life. So just in this conversation, I've had a revelation about Galatians 6 that I'd never seen the connection before, and this idea of taking responsibility. When you look at it from that framework, the passage says, carry each other's burdens, and in this way you fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks they're something, when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone, which is interesting. You can take pride in your own actions, right? Mm -hmm. Without comparing themselves to someone else, for each one should carry their own load, Nevertheless, the one who received instruction in the word should share all good things with their instructor. And this is fascinating. He says, don't be deceived. God can't be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. That goes right back to that long game. Sure does, yeah. What are you planting for? Are you planting, for instance, I always use the joke when I'm preaching of, I'll get two people up front and I'll say, I'll give them a seed and some dirt and I'll be like, all right, plant it. Now, who can grow the fastest one? Go, 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 go. And you know, everybody's like, what a dumb thing. <laughs> yeah. But it's an example that sticks in your mind because you'd be a fool to think you stick the seed in the ground and you can like talk it into growth right then. It takes a long time of nurturing and planting, but you you do have to start with the end in mind. And I guess that's where the fulfillment comes. And a lot of times it's, it's really is delayed gratification. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, think, I think everything of value in life is delayed gratification because everything takes planting, tending, and then you get the benefit of it, building a retreat center raising kids, uh, whatever it is God's called you to do, uh, there is that when you take on the responsibility of what he's put in front of you. And, you know, I said that earlier. I brought this on myself. I do feel like this was something God put yeah, in my heart to do. Yeah, it wasn't something you came up with. Yeah, I feel like it's something God put in my heart to do, and maybe he just blinded me so I was stupid enough to think I could do it. He does that, yeah. <laughs> with 
kids too, right? Whoever yeah. knows what they're getting into with kids. Yeah, or marriage for that matter. Mm, great know? example. I'm not going to get married till I'm ready. Then you're never going to be married. Yeah, which is probably why there's a lot of people that aren't married now yeah. too, because there's a lot of people that fear. You could be more ready. Yeah. You could be more, but there's things that you can't anticipate until you get it. You know, it's like any battle, you know, it never survives the first encounter, you know? Yeah. And marriage is the same way. I hate to compare it to a battle, but, uh, you know, you think it's going to be one way and you can be kind of prepared for it and do some research and do some study and all that and check yourself out. And, but boy, when you get into it, it's not like you anticipate it. It's better in some ways. It's worse in some ways. It's harder in some ways. Mm. And so you can never be totally prepared for anything in life pretty much until you get there. Yeah. So I, I guess the, 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 the path to fulfillment is I, I, I just tend to believe God has already placed everything in front of you there's some of us that are perpetually searching for more fulfillment. Yeah. But I would, I'm beginning to believe as I'm getting older that the path to fulfillment is already right in front of you. If you'll take on the responsibility of what's already in front of you, whether that's kids, if you haven't been blessed with kids, um, maybe that's, you know, serving right where you're at. Mm -hmm. But the path of fulfillment is often as doing the thing that doesn't seem like it's going to bring the greatest short term gratification but recognizing that there is some value in the end. Well, yeah. There's a lot of value in the end. I mean, Jordan Peterson said that about raising kids one time. He said, why would you not want kids? You have the potential for the greatest human relationship you could ever have because you're literally molding the kid yeah. to become what you think it should be. <laughs> Which can be scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, there, there might be one other little shade to add to that too, okay. would be where I think of the scripture where it says, whatever you do, whatever you do, you want fulfillment in it, whatever you do, do it heartily, do it with all your heart as unto the Lord. Because mm-hmm. you know that what you do will not be in vain. And so I think that would be another aspect of that is whatever it is you find yourself doing, if it's building a retreat center, which that's pretty easy to see how that's as unto the Lord, you know, raising kids, uh, you know, doing a dead end job right now because that's where you are and you're maybe getting through college or you're doing whatever, whatever it is you're doing, do it as unto the Lord. In other words, okay, God, this is where you have me right now. And I'm not doing it for the paycheck on Friday. I'm not even doing it for the boss. I'm doing it for you. And, and he tells us to do that. And so he'll receive that as being done unto him as much as the guy who's sitting in some faraway place translating the Bible or some you know, uh, for person who's uh, leading a church. You do what you're doing as unto the Lord. And it's, he counts it as that way because it's his word. He's the one who said do it that way. Hmm. And so it's as valuable, if that's where God has you now, it's as valuable as anything else. But do keep the long-term perspective. I'm doing this for eternity, not for right now. It may be a real bummer right now. It may be a real drag right now. And ugh, but there's a long-term perspective. And if you'll keep that, you'll find greater fulfillment in it. So if you are that one that you just feel like you can't find fulfillment, I guess the, the first place to start, the classic, uh, classic advice, aim low. Mm-hmm. what's the one thing in front of you that you can take responsibility for, even if it doesn't seem glamorous. Yeah. And, and make sure you checked off the last, last box. The last time the Lord told you to do something, make sure you were obedient mm-hmm. to that fully obedient, which is, I guess where that comes at that seeking first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all those things you're looking for will be added to you. Like, so the kingdom of God and his righteousness is, is being faithful with what he's put in front of you. And even if it doesn't seem like it's going to bring as much fulfillment as, you know, whatever you're, whatever it is that you're trying to find fulfillment instead of the thing that you should be taking responsibility yeah. for, you're, those things will be added to you, even though it doesn't seem like, which I guess is what faith is. You don't see how this could possibly yeah. lead to fulfillment and feeling complete. Yeah. But after all, Jesus, 
who's going to give you greater responsibility mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're not faithful with a lesser responsibility? So if you're not doing the little things, don't expect bigger things to come your way. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review on your listening platform of your choice. For more from Joelle Malm, check out joelmalm.com. And more from Rick, check out rickmalm.com.